A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem We seek refuge with Allah Azza wa Jalla, the Most High, Most Compelling From Satan, the Accursed Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim We start in the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, Most Merciful Thumma salatu wa salam ala nabina jma'in We send peace and blessing be upon all the prophets in general Min whom Adam alayhi salatu wa salam Nuh wa Ibrahim Moses and with to those prophets who came after them peace and blessing be upon him including Jesus son of Mary way up to the least to the last of the prophets and who is the seal of all the prophets prophet Muhammad son of Abdullah may Allah be pleased with their families their companions and those who follow their paths way up until the day of judgment we ask Allah to put among those who are obedient and those who follow his commandment so that Allah may grant us the place of guardian. Amen. Surah Al-Fajr, chapter 89, Al-Fajr meaning the dawn. Now concerning the word Al-Fajr is well known as the early morning. Fajr, the morning. Simple as that. It has been also reported from Masruq uh, and Muhammad bin Qa'bah that Al-Fajr, the word Al-Fajr, refers to the 10 days or the the day of sacrifice, Nahar, in particular, and it is the last of the ten nights. Uh, and these ten nights refers to the first ten days of Dhul Hijjah. Dhul Hijjah is the twelfth uh, month, uh, the twelfth month in Hijri calendar of the Islamic calendar. This was said by Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with him, Zubair and Mujahid and others among the Salaf and later generation as well. So it has been confirmed in Sahih al-Bukhar from Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with him, that the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessing be upon him, said, Ma min ayyamin, uh, ma min ayyamin al-a'malu salihun ahabbu ilallahi fihinna min hadhihi al-yawm. There is no days in which righteous deeds are more beloved to Allah than these days. Referring to the 10 days of Adul Hijjah. So meaning the 10 days of Adul Hijjah. So the companions, you know, uh, they said, Oh Prophet of Allah, not even not even fighting in the way of Allah. And they, uh, the Prophet Muhammad says, Wala, uh, wala, wala jihadun fi sabilillah. Not even jihad or fighting in the way of Allah, striving in the way of Allah. He said, Illa rajulun, except for a man who goes out nafsihi wa malihi, he goes out with self and his wealth, thumma law yarji'u min And he does not return with any of that. So let's see the explanation of the night. Concerning Allah Azawajal's statement says, Wallayli ida yasra. And by the night when it departs. Ibn Abbas said, meaning when the night goes away. And some, or as some parts of it remove other parts of it. Or also, it may mean when it moves along, and it departs. There is indeed in them sufficient proofs 
for men with hijr, meaning for he who possesses intellect, sound reasoning, understanding, and religious discernment. So the intellect has only been called hijr, the word hijr, because it prevents the person from doing that which is not befitting of him, of actions and statements. From, so from this we see the meaning of hijr al-bayt because it prevents the person the person performing uh, tawaf from clinging the wall facing asham and so forth and so on. So wa suratul al-furqan chapter 25 verse 22 where Allah says mahjura and they will say hijr mahjur all of these examples are different cases but their meaning are quite similar so here the oath that is referred to here is about the times of worship and the acts of uh, worship themselves such as hajj uh, uh, salah or the prayer and other acts of worship that Allah's pious obedient servant who fear him and are humble before him seeking his noble face seeking his pleasure performing in uh, order to draw near to him now here the next verses it's about the the mentioning of the destruction of people of Ad. there were people called the Ad. so after mentioning these people and their worship and obedience, Allah says, Alam So you saw you not, or see you not how your Lord dealt with the art. So the art, these were the people who were rebellious, disobedient, arrogant, outside of his obedience, deniers of his messengers, and rejectors of his scriptures. Thus, Allah mentions how He destroyed them and helated them, meaning He removed them from the face of the earth and made them legends to be spoken of an exact and very explicit exemplary lesson of warning. Then He says, Allah Alam so see you not how your Lord dealt with the art Iram of the pillars Iram the pillars these were the first people the art of art they were the descendants of uh, they are the descendant of uh, the prophet Noah may uh, peace and blessing be upon him So this was said by Ibn Ishaq, and there are those to whom Allah sent his messenger, Hud, Prophet Hud, peace and blessings be upon him. However, they rejected and opposed him. They, 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 they drove him out. So therefore, Allah saved him and those who believed him uh, with him from among them as well. And he destroyed others with a fierce, violent wind. SubhanAllah, Allah says in Surah Al-Haqq, chapter 69 verse 7 and 8 this is Allah says which Allah imposed on them for seven nights and eight days in succession so that you could see men lying overthrown 
min baqiya so allah overthrown them is if they were hollow trunks of dead palms and allah asked fahal dara lahum min baqiya do you see any remnants of them do you see any of the rest of them and allah mentioned their story in the quran in more than one place so that the believers may learn a lesson from their demise okay then allah then says irama of the pillars this is an addition explanation that adds clarification of who they were actually you know these people they add so allah says that of the pillars is of the pillars is because they used to live in trellised houses that were raised with firm pillars so they were the strongest people of their time in their physical stature you know uh, appearances they were very strong and they were the mightiest people in power thus the hood prophet hood peace and blessing be upon him reminded them of this blessing and he directed them to use this power in the obedience of their lord who had created them and what did he say surah al-araf chapter 7 verse 69 wadhkur idhi ja'alakum khala'i min ba'd qawm nuhin and remember that he made you all people the ad successors after the people of Noah. So here, Noah tried to uh, tell them or to remind them the blessings of uh, his Lord, how he was very good to them and how they were mighty power and they used to curve even houses in the, uh, in the mountains. Subhanallah, imagine. So then this is uh, Prophet Hood tried to remember them, remind them about this hmm? by saying what? This in this chapter, chapter 7, verse 50, 69, where Allah Azza says that remember that you uh, remember that he Allah Azza he made you successors of after the people of Noah and increased you or, or you imply increase you in stature so remember the grace from Allah so that you may be successful so you might be successful subhanallah this is the prophet hud wadhkur idh ja'alakum khulafa'a min ba'di qawmi nuhin wa zadakum fil khalqin bastadan fadhkuru ala so just remember this is shows me and you that once we turn back our eyes few days back years back and we see how Allah has been so good to us and this and that but we forget to even sit and thank Allah for the little we have but we always try to need a more and more so when you have more we tend to forget the na'ma of Allah azawajal so Allah continues like uh, in chapter 41 subhanallah verse 15 fa amma 'adun 
فاستكبروا في الأرض بغير الحق وقالوا من أشد منا قوة أولم يروا أن الله الذي خلقهم هو أشد منهم قوة As for the art, they were arrogant people in the land without any right and they said who is mightier than us in strength and Allah said see they not that Allah who created them was uh, mightier in strength than them and Allah says التي لم يخلق مثلها في البلاد we come back again to Nusrat Al-Fajr chapter 89 so Allah says the like of which were not created in the land meaning they had been none created like them in the land due to their strength power and their great physique or physical stature so Mujahid said Irama Irama that in Ad, Irama was an ancient nation who were the first people of Ad and Allah knows best the like of which were not created in the land so these people they built pillars among the hills the, uh, the likes of which had not been constructed in their land before however Qatada and Bin Jarir considered the uh, uh, the pronoun of discussion to refer to the tribe of Ad meaning that there was no tribe that had been created like this tribe in the land meaning during their time during their time alam yakhluq alam yakhluq fil bilad the lack of which were not created in the land then Allah says wa thamud alladhina jabu sukhara bil wad and the thamud they who hewed jabu you know erect rocks in the valley they used to curved houses meaning they cut the rocks in the valleys imagine people building houses through the rocks it might be really strong they did not have any of these tools that we might have in 22nd, 22nd century so ibn abbas may allah be pleased with him they said like these people they carved them and they hewed them which means the houses okay so allah says uh, in chapter 26 verse 149 it says and you hewed in the mountains min al jibali buyutan farihim and you hewed the houses in the mountain houses with great skills great skills subhanallah this is Allah tried to describe how these people they were the high engineers then Allah says he mentioned about the, the, the Pharaoh, Pharaoh. Allah says, Wa awtad. And Pharaoh with Al Autad. Al Autad, Ibn Abbas, may Allah please with him, said that Autad are the armies of Pharaoh who enforced his commands for him. And those armies of the Pharaoh and his army who did transgress beyond bounds in the land and made therein uh, much mischief, corruption in the land. So meaning they rebelled, were arrogant and went about making corruption in the land and harming people as well. So your Lord poured on them different kinds of severe punishment. Meaning what? 
meaning he sent down a punishment upon them from the sky and caused them to be overcome by a punishment that could not be repelled or uh, reversed from uh, the people who are criminals. Now Allah says, Inna rabbaka Verily indeed your Lord is ever watchful. Ibn Abbas said, may Allah please with him, said like about concerning this ayah, Inna rabbaka he said, Allah he hears and he sees. This means that he watches over his creation in that which they do and he will reward them in this life and in the hereafter based upon what each of them strove for. So he will bring all of the creation before him and he will judge them with justice. My brothers and sisters, we might escape justice on this earth, but in the day of judgment, no one will escape it. So let's do right by others now. Meaning he will, Allah Azawajal, he will quit each of them with that which every single one deserves. For Allah is far removed from injustice and tyranny. Now let's see from verse 15, Suratul Fajr. This is about wealth and poverty, are both a test and honor or disgrace for the servant. Allah Azawajal, the Most High, refutes man in his belief that if Allah gives him abundant provisions to test him with it, it is out of his honor for him. But this is not the case. Rather, it is a trial and a test. As Allah says, Mu'minun, chapter 23, verse 55 we hasten, we hasten onto them with good things. We give them with good things. Nay, people, they perceive not. So likewise, from other angle, if Allah tests a man, test him or, you know, test a man, which means a man, a woman, okay, in general case, if Allah tests a person and tries the person by curtailing him, by by cutting him off about some uh, on some sustenance and many believe that is because that Allah is humiliating him but Allah says kalla said no meaning the matter is not as he claims neither in this nor in that for indeed Allah gives wealth to those whom he loves as well as those whom he does not love. Likewise, he withholds sustenance from those whom he loves and those whom he does not love. So the point is that Allah, the most high, most loving, should be obeyed and in either circumstances. Okay. So if one is wealthy, he should thank Allah for that. And if he is poor, he should 
exercise patience. We ask Allah to put among those who could be who can be patient. So let's see. Allah continues says, But you treat not the orphans with kindness and generosity. So this contains the command to honor him, which means to honor who? The orphan. Abu Dawood recorded from Sahih uh, bin Sa'ad that the Messenger of Allah, Muhammad, peace and blessing be upon him, said, the guardian of the orphan kahayati kahatain kahatain fi kahatain fi fi jannah the hadith goes like that with those following words ana wakafilu yatima ana wakafilu yatima the guardian of the orphan the God, which means the one who looks after the orphan kahatain fi jannat i will be with him which means in the paradise like these two in paradise these two meaning what the prophet then he took the uh, he put his two fingers together which means the middle finger and the index finger which means they'll be closed this is a message direct message to the prophet teaching us we have to take care of the orphans and this person urge not one another or this person they do not urge one another on the feeding of the miskin meaning they do not command that the poor and the needy be treated with kindness nor do they encourage each other to do so meaning here the prophet tried to tell us we should he commands us to treat orphans good the needy the poor by feeding them this and that and being kind to them be using good words and the, the ayah continues or the verses continue says and you devour the turath, meaning the inheritance. Devouring with greed, meaning you devour, however they can get it, whether lawful or forbidden. So which means everything, we just mix it, we devour, we, we, we eat the wealth of the, the, the poor and we eat the wealth of the orphans. We ask Allah, to protect us from that because that is a heinous crime you cannot approach this kind of people because they are weak they need the support and you people love you love wealth with love jamma meaning you love out of this it's an ordinary and an, an ordinary love of wealth because of this so you devour everything meaning in abundance so you're eating this without even right so this increases some of them in their weakness Allah continues saying something very beautiful one day 
for on the day of judgment everyone will be recompensed according to what he did of good or evil. Allah informed uh, or informs of what will happen on the day of judgment and of the great horrors, great calamities, distress. And he says, Kalla. He said, meaning, tr- the Kalla meaning truly. When the earth is flattened, Daka Daka, meaning the earth and the mountains will be flattened, leveled, and made even, and the creatures will rise from their graves for their Lord. And your Lord comes, meaning for the cessation of judgment between his creatures. This is after the request that the best of the sons of Adam, Muhammad peace and blessings be upon him, to intercede with Allah Azza wa Jal. And hell will be brought near that day. We ask Allah to protect us from hell. So in a Sahih, Imam Muslim recorded that Abdullah bin Masood, may Allah be pleased pleased with him, that the messenger of Allah, Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, said that hell will be brought on near that day and it will have سبعون الألفة you'll be have 70,000 zimamin, 70,000 lashes. And each lashes will have, listen very carefully, Sabiuna alf al-malak. Every single one, a single lash will have 70,000 angels pulling it, pulling it. We ask Allah to protect us from hell. So here, it says like hell will be brought on the door of judgment. And we'll be having 70,000 lashes. And every single lash, there is a 70,000 angels pulling it, roaring it. Imagine how, how it means it's a, it's a fire devouring itself. We ask Allah to protect us from that. Allah continues. On that day, man will remember, meaning what his deed, remember his deed and what he did before in his past and recent times, which means on earth. But how will that remembrance avail him? And how it how will the remembrance avail him? Or how this remembrance remembering when it's too late will help him? Meaning, how can the remembrance then be benefit him? Because it's too late. He will say, Oh alas, would that I had sent forth for my life? Meaning if he was a disobedient person, he will be sorry for the acts of disobedience that he committed. And if he was an obedient person, he will wish that the, he performed more acts of obedience so he can get more rewards on that day. Meaning what? This is similar to what Imam Ahmed uh, bin Hanbal recorded from Muhammad bin Abil Amira who 
was one of the companions of the Prophet Muhammad, peace and grace be upon him. He said, if a servant fell down on his face, which means in prostration by praying, from the day that he was born until the day he dies as an old man, still in obedience to Allah, he would scorn this act on the day of judgment and he would wish to be returned to this life which means this world life so that he could earn more reward and compensation meaning what meaning on the day of judgment we be, just by looking how allah will grant us good and allah will uh, reward us abundantly we would wish to come back again here on earth so we can do more good so we can have more good on the, on the day of judgment and if we did bad we'd be regretful we'd be asking ourselves that at the point to ask Allah to you know to make us like a dirt we don't want to even be you know just by seeing the severe punishment presenting in, the, in front of our eyes we ask Allah to protect us from that and we ask Allah to put among those who have the good end and Allah says so on that day, none will punish as he will punish. Meaning, there is no one more severely punished than those whom Allah punishes for disobedient, disobedient him. And none will bind as he will bind. Meaning, there is no one who is more severely punished and bound than those the Azabania punished or punished the the, the disbelievers in their Lord. So this is for the criminals and the wrongdoers among the creatures in reference to the uh, in, refer in reference to the pure and uh, and cool souls, you know, cool people, the tranquil souls. So which is always the rest and abiding by the truth and it will be said to it, which means the pious, the good people will be said, Oh, tranquil soul, oh, cool soul, oh, good soul, come back to your Lord. Meaning to his comp to Allah's company, which means he, his reward and what he has prepared for his servant in his paradise. Radwita, Radwita meaning well pleased, meaning within itself. Uh, meaning please with Allah and he will be pleased with it and gratify it and enter the among uh, or enter then among my servants meaning among their ranks the ranks the good ranks of people what they hold in Jannah and enter my paradise enter my paradise so this will be said to it which means this nafs or this soul a soul a good soul this will be said to it at the time of death and on the day of judgment. So this is like the angel giving glad tidings to the believer at his time of death and when he rises from his grave. We ask Allah to put among those who will be having those good messages. So likewise, in this statement here, in Abi Habtim, recorded from Ibn Abbas, may Allah be with him, said about this verse, Ya O tranquil soil, come back, O tranquil soul, come back to your Lord, well-pleased and well-pleasing. He said, this ayah actually was revealed 
while Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, the best friend of the Prophet Muhammad, peace and peace be upon him, and he was his father-in-law. This happened when the, the eye was revealed while, while Abu Bakr was sitting with the Prophet. And so he said, O message of Allah, there is nothing better than this. You know, just granting, be granting a, a good message when you die and when you, you know, you be resurrected, giving a nice message like this. And the Prophet, he said, this will indeed be said to you too, Abu Bakr. So we ask Allah to put among those who be receiving those good message from our Lord. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.